Have you ever heard a strange noise in the middle of the night? Ever seen something you couldn't quite explain? What's that? Ever been visited by a loved one in a dream? What are you? Psychic mediums Katie Manning and Michelle Lyons Polito talk about it all. Welcome to the Psychic on the Scene podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Psychic on the Scene. And with you, as always, Katie, your favorite psychic medium, um, redheaded. I used to say redheaded. I can't say that anymore. I guess I have to say blonde, white whatever now that i'm taking the color out um and with me as always is my wonderful producer and friend d scott hi there and my other wonderful friend uh psychic medium michelle lyons polito hi and we have a return guest um a requested return guest uh scott allen with us hi scott hey so good to see you again Good to well, see you guys. Little, I have a little bone to pick with you because I've been told on a number of occasions that I'm the favorite psychic medium. So you and I are going to have to do <laughs> it out. I don't know. You know. I used to say favorite redheaded psychic medium, but now I got to change that because I'm not a redhead anymore. Well, it's so I'm, funny because I get on here and I'm looking at you going, okay, well, which one had red hair? I thought it was you, but there's no yeah, red yeah. hair. So where's the now red hair? I'm, I'm doing, I'm, I'm, I'm changing. You know, I'm, I'm being my age, but I'm, I'm letting my hair go white and I'm done with, with doing that stuff. And I don't know, I took the nails off. I took the lashes off and I've been doing a lot of more holistic and natural things and I'm liking it better. Good you know, you. It looks I know. Thanks. Thank you. It's beautiful. It's a flowing mane. I love it. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I was not looking for. A serve on that but i appreciate oh, it so so back to the other favorite psychic medium scott yeah. allen <laughs> yeah you know scott so tell us about tell us about now you were on before but remind our listeners about uh, you know your show and your journey right so i have a show uh on kgra and it is called the paranormal project right now we are in hiatus for the summer our new season starts in september but We've been doing that now. This will be our third season that we've been on the air with the show. And Go so started fast. The, it started in the UK, actually. Um, I got picked up because I was going to do a gallery reading in Scotland when I was on a trip going to Scotland. And so uh, it was with Andrea Perrin. I don't know if you remember her, if you know mm -hmm. the name from The Conjuring yeah. and, and a few other people. And they asked me to do this gallery. And so I got picked up by this radio station over there. And... Um, I went in and I did a little interview and you're like, geez, would you like to have a show? And I'm like, sure. Why not? I could have it else. I'll just add that to my list of things that I could do, but it was great. And then I went on Andrea's show after the Scotland trip and got picked up by her producer here in the States. And now here we are. So, it's Oh, I think it's wonderful. God, it's yeah, like a Hollywood it's been fun. Story, don't you think? Oh, I wish yeah. I could get out here and I was. Yeah, you know, without the glitz, without the fame, and without the money, it's just like Hollywood. <laughs> that, that is agreed. Yeah. Boy, do I relate to that. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm telling you. But yeah, I it's really, agreed. I really have had a. It's been a great run, and I and I appreciated you guys having me on. You know, the first time and asking me to come back because I am. I'm based out of Boston. You're in New York, right? 
Yes. Yeah. Yep. And, yes. You know, and I apologize for the mix up thinking like here I am going to sit in front of my computer and we're supposed oh. to be doing an investigation somewhere. <laughs> but if I know it in advance, I'd love to come back and do that because I'm really. Well, not we all- will. We definitely have to get there. Whether we come to you in the Boston area. Yeah. Um, we've been doing a lot more, as you recall, lo- on location podcasts. Right. And um, our listeners really enjoy it. And they're sending suggestions all the time. And mm-hmm. going into Boston, which, again, you know, all part of, you know, the New England and the historical right. areas is, is a cool place. Maybe we should do a hit in Salem. Yeah, although I don't know where in Salem specific. I mean, there's a lot of fun places in Salem, but like to investigate, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Like they're kind of all been done. Or maybe what Gloucester. About, anything associated with even uh, Gloucester or anything to do with the uh, American Revolution? Oh, yeah. Look at um, you being smart. I'm just looking for spooky. Well, <laughs> you know, there are a couple of the Concord Colonial Inn or something, yeah. but that's a working inn. Um, um, maybe. Another place that's fantastic if you want to come is called the S.K. Pierce Haunted Victorian Mansion. Oh, we're there. And I used to live, the story is back in the 90s, I lived like four doors down from it. And at the time, it looks like the house from uh, the Bates Motel, you know, what is that, Psycho? Mm-hmm. The Psycho. Yes. I lived Yay. about four doors down and was always wondering, gee, what's inside that place? Well, come to find out, it's insanely haunted. Um, full-bodied apparitions, My Julie, who's my co-host, actually caught one there. We saw something really? together come through, this black thing came across above the chandelier and disappeared. And then we caught it on EVP. We pulled Ooh. out a recording. Do we just see you? And, and it said, yes. Ooh. So wow. we've gotten some crazy stuff. Ghost Adventures has been there. You know, Ghost Hunters has been there. Mm-hmm. It's 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 crazy. The history there is crazy. Oh, I'd and love to do that. Psychic on the scene to be there. Yeah. yeah. They posted it. Um, posted it. They've remodeled it to the tune of a at least over a million dollars. The place is absolutely breathtaking. Mm. And at the time, it was it should have been condemned. Oh, good for them to see. So that it is place. an absolutely beautiful thing, and you can look it out online. Uh, S. K. Pierce Haunted Victorian Mansion. If anybody wants to check it out, uh, the caretaker is a friend of mine. Her name is Marion, and it's honestly it's a fantastic space. If you come down, I don't know how we could do this, but could we do? Could we? Could we do a double? Could we do a a two for one? Could we do like a double show? We could definitely do a double show. We could do them back to back or we can do it at the same time. I think that would be excellent. I would love that. I'm saying that and Dee's, you know, drinking his his water or whatever. Um, (laughs) I'm saying that kind of speaking for him, but I think that that would be an excellent idea. And especially, I don't know, and Michelle and I have kind of chatted about this. This year, Scott, I don't know if you've noticed this. But people are reporting more activity again. It seemed like it kind of came up when the world went into pandemic. And I truly think it wasn't because there was more activity. I think it was just because people didn't have anything else to do and they were home. Or they were in these places and they were viewing things that were happening all the time. And they were quiet. Don't you think people were in, in their solitude a little bit more quiet? Because before the pandemic, everyone was here, there, and everywhere, but just kind of being still and in one space. And, you know, the spirits can't hide all the time. I I agree. But, you know, I used to say years ago, Michelle, you and I have had the conversation that Mm -hmm. um, wintertime was always, I don't know for you, Scott, but wintertime always seemed like a higher number of 
activity. And I think a lot of it has to do with not only because, you know, water is a conduit and there's snow everywhere if you're mm-hmm. up in the Northeast area, but also everybody's in their homes. They're shut down a little bit more. They're going to be more observant than they are in the summertime where it seems like you're running from thing to thing, except for this year. It seems to me that I'm hearing more about activities in people's homes and with changes going on. Um, and it, yeah, a lot. It just seems like it's a lot higher. And I know we go through like ebbs and flows with it, but it seems higher. I, Scott, has that been your um, kind of what you're seeing as well? Um, I don't do a lot of house, inv- and there's not a lot of that around here, so I don't get called for that. Um, uh, okay. And if I do, I mean, I hate to say this, I try to weird, I, I try to, I try to rule out the crazy factor first. I don't just like drive. Yes, oh, I yeah. know. You know. Oh, yeah. Because there's a lot of that, sadly. There's a lot of that. And I, and I, I got an email from a very nice gentleman uh, a couple of weeks ago wanting me to come over and do a quote unquote, and this is the word he used, summoning, and it immediately kind of like, uh, I, I kind of was like, nope, nope, nope. And I think it was like, well, you can come down and talk to them and find out what's going on. But that's not how we do things. No. You know what I mean? I said, we've yep. got a whole list of things we want you to try first. And then, you know. This and- is not Beetlejuice. We don't summon things. No, we don't summon Years that. ago, when I first got started as this as a career, and it was like 2006, I had met somebody who had started very scientifically doing um, investigations at local places and as well as homes. And it was Albany um, ghost investigators. And um, their number one thing on their intake was to kind of see if the person was crazy because they got so many phone calls of people just wanting attention. Yeah. And tragically, and wanting somebody to come to the house, like, yes, yes, I have a ghost. And why don't you come down and talk? And aren't you excited that I've got a ghost here? And they, they were like, yeah, no, we're not going to come to your house. Yeah, I had one that was seeing phantoms on their pant leg, on their paper towel roll. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> I don't even know. Like, I don't have a degree in psychology, so I don't think I'm equipped to deal with that kind of thing. You know, I mean, I, I'm not trying to be mean or, or, or anything. It's no, just, no, no. You know and, what I mean? And I there's, what say. When you're seeing things, or I, I get the feeling that they're too eager, I always feel as if, uh, especially if there's young people involved, and I think they want to use it as like an excuse, like their kid is really shitty, but they just want to say, you know, I think that there's something else at work here. It's like, mm, yeah, 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 exactly. And I, of course, I, I'm not buying it, but you know, that's it. I think that's another whole show of people coming out and saying, I think you need to talk to somebody else, maybe a priest, a minister, or a therapist. Well, but um, these shows on TV, and I think they think that that's how it is too. You know, exactly oh, right. So- or television. The the other thing is that they think that it's a way to get you there. Like, we're going to be so excited. They don't realize that, you know, other than than this kind of stuff and talking to, to the dead, that this is a part of our lives. It's not our whole lives. Like, I don't get all like, oh. Now, there are places, granted, that I get very excited to go into <laughs> to see and feel for myself, just like little kid stuff. We just did a place, um, Crooked Lake, uh, and, and that was one of those just amazing, amazing energy um, there and in the location. So, yeah, I definitely had that feeling. So, Scott, since the last time we talked, you guys have been on numerous investigations. Talk to us about 
some of the places that you've gone to and some of the things that have been going on or that you guys have witnessed? Oh, God, we've been to some incredible places and we've tried to, you know, we've kind of overdone New England a little bit. So we're trying to stretch ourselves. And last year, and it's been it's been a little over a year now, we went to the Shanley Hotel. And did you tell me you've not been there? I have not. That is a place if you want to go. I mean, honestly, it's worth the trip. I would drive back out there. The place is the most haunted place I have ever been in my life. Now, and how many times have you investigated there? Just once, but it was off the charts crazy. Now, I will tell you this, and I don't know if it's me as a psychic medium, because we all get things different, right? Right, right, right. right. I don't walk into a building and be like, oh, my God, I know there's a woman here. I, I mean, I tend to be a little more closed off when I go in these places, and I don't know if it's just, you know, like instinctual protection, just kind of shut it down so you know it's there. I don't know. Yeah, I think we I'm, all do. I don't always, like, get stuff. What was that? I don't know. Did you hear that? I heard that. Yeah. It's a, it was a disembodied voice. And it was no a growl or something, right? Yep. Yes. Oh, I can't yeah. wait to hear that back. That's at 12 minutes and like 28 seconds. So we'll have to... Mark that down. I just yeah. got really bad chills, too. As soon Me as too. I... It actually felt like I got hit in the chest. And I'm but... not sure. It sounded like, and... it felt like someone put their hands over my ears. Did your audio blank for a second? Not to my knowledge. It got Mine did. It got... It got, you guys got a little quieter and that voice got like overlaid it, if that makes sense. A, yeah, no, it did. It, it definitely came through much louder than the rest yep. of them. Like the Scott was talking and it sounded like a whisper of some kind, um, but it was much louder than Scott. <sighs> that kind of a thing, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I can't wait. So, wow. Mm- Ooh. Okay. And that's probably Wait why I heard the audio because I was yakking, <laughs> but I did hear that. Um, you know, the thing is, is, and I don't know if it's the psychic medium thing or what. There it okay. is. Again. What it is, is this again? Is it? Does it not want me to talk? I mean, is this what this is? Is, is, <laughs> is it like, are we, are we are we not supposed to talk about this? If you're here, come on and say something to us. Oh sure, no. there you go. That's that's better. Don't talk now when you know we all show <laughs> up right. during an audio oh, podcast. Wow, it's still going. Is that radio? I mean, I don't have a. There's no radio on my thing. There's nothing. It's just. Mm-mm. I'm in a quiet room. Yeah, I mean, I'm in a radio studio, but I have everything turned down. So. Yeah. Interesting. That is really bizarre. This has not <clears throat> happened in a long time. That's a first. No, I know. Well, it makes for an interesting show. Let's see what else. It definitely going. does. So finish what you were saying, Scott. Try to. I'm going to try to. Um, we can make this a two-hour show because we may not get through <laughs> we do a longer session. But I don't know if it's me as a medium or if it's just the luck. But, you know, we all see people getting EVPs and the EVPs mm-hmm are kind of like whispers and sometimes you'll get it and it's a class a and you can kind of hear mm-hmm. it or or it's a one word yes something like right that. no they have conversations with me and i i capture them on and this is how this started for me years ago was anytime i'd put a radio on like that and i'd scan it really like like a spirit box i mean yeah. i'm getting conversations i'm here and I had somebody over and I'm and I'm talking and they're 
full-on conversation, telling her name, you know, I mean, it was like answering questions. It was crazy. So we're at the Shanley Hotel, and I was getting not just the EVP off of the box. So you can hear that kind of echoey stuff. But yeah. then the spirit talked over that and imprinted his voice Ooh. on the recorder. But it sounds like you and I having a conversation right now. And that's what's so bizarre. I tend to get that kind of stuff. And I don't know why. Um, I've had them like call you. calling yeah. my name out. And I mean, it's crazy. So set this up for you. Just And I know you have, you have some clips. Um, there is a space in the Shanley Hotel on the third floor um, that is not used as a hotel. There's no... There's no uh, wiring. There's no plumbing. It's just at one time there was a boarding boarding rooms upstairs, but it's completely shut down. But you can go up and investigate. Okay. Um, there was a serial killer that lived there at one time. Oh, lovely. Oh, yeah. oh wow. And <laughs> and his name was Adam. Oops. Now it's myself, my friend Cindy, and our friend Tina. There were three of us. Julie went to bed because it was quiet. And she's like, I'm going to drive home. She went to bed. We're upstairs, opposite ends. Okay. Mm -hmm. And we're actually hearing phones ringing with our own ears. Now, this is not on a recording. This is just like you can hear them. Bless you. We picked it up on the recording. And you can hear Cindy say, and I don't know if I sent you this one. You can hear uh, Cindy say, oh, it sounds like a phone ringing. Who are you trying to reach? And the voice says, this is Julie. And it was <gasps> her voice. Oh, my God. It, like morphed into her. Oh. And I've never seen anything like that. Like, I'm getting the goosebumps now. I got chills from that. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. But the Adam one um, is crazy. I think you have that, Dennis. I, it is the most incredible EVP I think I've ever caught in my life. Yeah, the, the one clip that I got, I don't know if there was... I sent you five of them. I sent you a file with like five of them, right? Yeah, the only one that uh, was available for some reason oh. or another was the one that says, I'm Adam. Oh, all right. Well, that's good enough. I mean, no. the rest of it was all... <laughs> the rest of the conversation was just... Um, he swore. He said, you know, in an F-bomb. And I said, did you swear at me? And he says, yeah, what about it? Now... You don't oh, wow. that on an EVP, oh, right? And I'm like, well, we're just asking, you know, we, <laughs> we mean you no harm. I doubt it. I mean, wow. that, it was it's crazy. Are you finding that, and I probably asked you this the last time, that from investigation to investigation, that you're keeping some spirits um, from a previous investigation showing up at the next investigation? They travel with you. Um, I've seen that happen. I don't know that it's happened with me. There's only one spirit that comes with me all the time, and that's because he's a spirit guide. When all of this stuff happened to me originally, right? Um, I thought I was losing my mind. I thought I had an attachment. I didn't think, oh, I must be a psychic medium. I'm like, Jesus, I can't tell anyone they're going to lock me up. That's what it <laughs> felt like. And right. I kept getting on this, again, on the spirit box, I want to talk to Scott. This is David. It was everywhere it was friends of mine doing an investigation live on facebook in a different state and i'm watching and it's he's coming through where scott this is david wow. i mean wow. it, was, it was crazy constant all the time um 
until finally I figured it out and I figured out who he was. And he's like, really telling you just wake up, wake up, you know, Mm. this is what you're supposed to be doing. And once I did that, it stopped, but he still comes through. He'll come through on investigations. I'll, I'll sometimes say, Hey, is my friend here? It's David. And he'll come Aww. through on the spirit box. So it's kind of wild. And if we do an investigation together, you'll probably hear him because he, he comes through just about every time, but I know who he is. It's not coming from one location to another location. I know of people that have had that happen. We've had that happen quite often. And even with clearing the um, any of the equipment, it still winds up happening. Like they still kind of travel along with us and make an appearance. And you think, how is this even possible? Look, it's months later, Scott. And they, and they show up at different locations. And it's always kind of a surprise to all of us, like, again? that when it happens because there's no denying the the voice and the, and the um you know the the person that's coming through so have you ever had family members of your own you you mentioned david but have you or any of the other investigators had family members show up on your investigations people in spirit, um, my, in spirit family, yes. my family tends not to and i think I don't know. It could be, you know, I can read your family, but I can't read my family. And I think, I do. you know what I mean? Truth of it, mm-hmm. it? <laughs> you know, I feel like um, I've been on an investigation. I was in New York up at the Catskills at uh, Burnbray Manor. And, mm-hmm. um, I was with Julie and I said, this is really weird, Julie. I said, I'm getting this, this man and he's, he's coming through on a rowboat. And he's got a hat. And he's, you know, I'm just whatever it was that we were getting. She was, oh, my God, that's my husband, Jimmy. And he had died. And, and, and so she was actually getting a message from him. But it wasn't like he was coming through on a spirit box. That was all kind of like psychically coming through. Right. It just happened that you were tuned into that to that day. It wasn't the equipment itself. It was you. Yeah, pretty much. What what locations and we'll go back to some of the other places that you've investigated. Where do you even it, like globally are just dying to get into? Like your top five list. <laughs> yeah, your top five oh, list. Boy. Um, well, I, I, I would love to do. I, I got to interrupt. I would love to do the Queen Mary. Yeah. Oh, I want to do the Tower of London. <laughs> seriously and and you know i'd love to go back to england i don't know if you can investigate the tower of london but i got to investigate some you know i shouldn't say that we really didn't investigate much when i went to scotland but we got into some haunted places and everything mm-hmm. in scotland in scotland is haunted um but it was really it was really <laughs> nice um you ever seen the show on tv haunted scotland i love that show okay you know ryan o'neill yes Okay, well, Ryan, um, I got to know him when I was in Scotland, and he and I investigated, with a group of other people, um, this castle called Balgoni Castle. And it's a private castle, but it was amazing, amazing. So he was on my show not that long ago, because he and I, we're, we're Facebook friends now, we connect that way. But it was I, really kind of neat. That show was really good, because they have so much compassion. Yeah. And, and that's Well, why- I'm going to have to hook up with him, because my trip is haunted scotland is in october so right it's a group it's a group going and you get to go with 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 me and maybe i could um interest him in coming one of the nights or coming to one of the locations with us where are you headed in scotland what part of scotland i know we start in like everybody does in edinburgh yep 
and um, she's got a bunch of different places laid out. And and shame on me, I can't think of right off the top of my head um, where we're going. But and sometimes it changes. But I would love to hook up. We used a ghost investigating team the last time we were in Ireland at one of the mansions in Belfast, mm. and. It was one of the, it was like a last minute thing that she, she had a change on the schedule and she reached out to this ghost investigating team and they were amazing. Oh, wow. A lot of fun to go with and, and go visit the location. So um, I would love to do that again, especially in Scotland. Like you yep. said, everything is, is haunted. If you want, if you want I'll, I'll do a joint message and connect. Oh, I would love it. Yeah. Please, please. Nice I mean, like really a nice guy. Oh, I would love that. Like that would be great. Show, so. <laughs> What's that? He seems that way, you know. He is. He's so. as genuine in person as he is, you know. He really is a genuine person. So I'll reach out, you know, I'll just do me a favor. Send me a text message. I record. will. I'll message you and I'll remind you. That would be wonderful. Because I've got that. a reading after this, after this session. I've got another reading. And I'm, by the time I get home, I'm usually like forgotten what I did. Uh, me too. I know exactly what you're talking about. So tell us about, since the last time we spoke, you started to say you went to the um, some different places. Yeah. Tell us some of the places that you'd been to this year and, and where you felt and got most of your information. This year's been a little quiet for me, to be honest with you. I've had other stuff and family stuff. But um, within the last year, we went to, um, besides Scotland, we went to Madison Seminary, which is a real jewel. Have you been there? That's in Ohio. No. Uh, we, have a, we have a friend who is part of a paranormal group that has made, oh, 10 or so trips to Madison. He, they actually did a documentary that was on Prime at one point. Yeah. His name is Steve Brote. Yeah. And uh, he he had quite the experience there. We, we've had him on the show. And he, he was kind of taken over uh, in one room and they wouldn't leave him alone. It was not a, he doesn't remember anything. It was in, he, it was not a good experience for him, but no. outside of that one room that he uh, wants to go back to, or probably has, uh, he loves it there. He said, it's absolutely insane. It's, it has a really weird vibe. And, you know, we were sitting, there's a room, um, there's a civil war, it's going to be a civil war side. And then there's another side that's got like where the asylum was. We were in the civil war side sitting around a table just talking and you could hear footsteps up and down the hall. And now it's all rugged now. It used to be obviously not. You could hear them walking down the hall and back. Or, you know, when a teacher back in the day would go, yeah, you could hear that kind of a thing. Um, wow. It was, it was a school at one time. We, we, we got a lot of, we, oh, in that very same room, an EVP. Um, are you a, you know, are you a soldier from the, from the civil war? Are you a, um, a Confederate or a union soldier? And you can hear it. A Confederate. Wow. Wow. That place is. Wow. And, is and the asylum side is creep just plain. Not so it's creepy. What Was it a, a prison um, for the Confederate soldiers? Is that. Was that one of the prisons? Because I know there was a prison in Elmira, New York, for the Confederate soldiers. Prisoner of War camp. I think at one time the reason they called it a seminary is it was a, wasn't really a seminary. It was a boys' school, and a lot of them mm. were your priest. So it was that. Um, but I do believe um, had something to do with 
I don't know if it was the wives. There's a story about the wives or one of the wives that lived there. And they came through and threatened her. if She put out the, the union flag that they would mm -hmm. kill her or something. It had something to do with the, but I don't know that it was a hospital. I'm not, I don't okay. think I remember that specifically. That sounds like a place we need to go. It's, right, it definitely sounds like that. <laughs> We should get a and where else? And drive there together in a nice mystery mobile. Yeah. <laughs> Another beautiful place um, that I was just at in March. I did an event there. Actually, the end of April, I did an event there um, with, I don't know if you know the Solstice Sisters, if you've heard of them. Um, no. An event there. And um, is the Bell Mansion. Was that you? Was that somebody? Was that again our friend? Or was that? That was our friend again. No, that was Katie moving her earpiece. I'm moving my oh, earpiece. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. That time. It didn't sound the same, but I was just, just trying to figure out what that was. Yeah, the Bell Mansion, and that's in um, Fort Wayne, Indiana. And I thought Fort Wayne was a cow pasture. I thought, you know, there's going to be nothing <laughs> vegetables. But no, it's actually a nice city. The Bell Mansion used to be a funeral home. Ooh. Oh, wow. It's impeccably maintained, but it looks like a castle. It is absolutely beautiful. It's 15,000 square feet of just magnificence. And oh. you can go through and investigate the whole place, including the embalming room, which is still intact. Ooh. The casket display room. You could feel little kids running around. I mean, it's this, this, there's some stuff going on there. It's not like crazy. It's not Madison Seminary spooky. And it's probably because the place has been maintained and the lights are on and it has heat and all this. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. like, it's a way to make you feel a lot less creeped out. Um, <laughs> That's a good point. You know, but it but it's a fantastic place. If you ever get a chance to go. Oh, and, and I went to the Paris Icon, which I'm hoping to set up there next year. And that's in uh, Mansfield, Ohio, at the Ohio State Reformatory. Oh, so, geez. so my friend, Kathy, who is one of the Solstice sisters, there's three of them. There's Kathy, Dana, and um, Christina. Kathy and her husband have a paranormal team and they are like the team for the reformatory. So they kind of run the Paris icon. It's their group that runs the Paris icon. Mm -hmm. And I didn't get a chance to investigate there. I could have, I, you know, they had the uh, quote unquote celebrity ghost hunt, which I was like, eh. you know how those things go. Like, I don't really need to ghost hunt. It's not really a ghost hunt. It's just people that want to meet the celebrity. So right. I would like to go back and investigate the place. It's unreal. It's, um, when you investigate, how many people go along or how many are in your group? As few as possible. The, I, I mean, I don't want to go alone, but any two and three or four, that, that's it. And, you know, you get more. Than, it depends on the place, too. Madison Seminary is massive. You know, you could go with a dozen people, 20 people and never see each other. But if you're if you're in a smaller place, um, I don't know. I'd like to just. I'd like to keep it small. I think the more people you have, the less active it gets, too. I, I was going to say that. Have you, I find that if we keep it smaller, we get more activity and more interaction. I, I don't know. I mean, depending on the place, there seems to be a critical number of people. I almost feel like sometimes the spirits feel outnumbered, so they back off. I, I think that's probably true. That's probably true. When we were at Madison Seminary... Uh, because they, they do try to like hide what you know we had a camera set up we had a ball on the floor and there's a room it's like the kids room i can't sarah's room uh oh. where all the dolls are we had a ball and there was a rem pod and then we had a camera on it 
nothing happened. So I said to Cindy, I said, let's take it and put it in the hall, aim it down the hallway and see if we catch anything. Right now it's the middle of the night. It's pitch black. Didn't get nothing's going on in that room per se until we went and we grabbed the camera, turned the light on and realized that the ball had moved from here. Oh, right? And we missed the whole thing. So, oh, no. you know, I mean, would that have happened? Wow. I don't know. I feel like they hide from us sometimes. I think, too, I think they've actually gotten more savvy. Yeah. yeah. When we come in or if there's locations that have been done over and over again, I think that they know um, what to do because I think so much of it happens when nobody's around. Yeah. Except for, I will say that I did an investigation at um, Manan's Mansion and Manan's in New York, and um, it was years ago. And we went in with a larger group, and it was a very hot summer evening in this mansion, which is now broken into, I believe at the time, four not for profits. Oh. And they still had, it was a, um, kind of like a men's home for homeless men at one time it was a hospital and um there was i believe even some at one point veterans housed in there Mm -hmm. and everybody had reported while they were working there feeling and sensing i believe his name was george and um if they went up to the very top floor which at one time were these weird makeshift um rooms they were like kind of like cubby rooms. They're very, very small. And that's where the records had been kept, but there was some other storage up there and employees that had to go to that floor, they would be up there by themselves. Often as they were leaving, would hear somebody running behind them. And when we were there for the investigation, I did not know that. And I was there for the investigation. They were sending us because the only one room, the main office was air conditioned so we were all in there. Say there was 10 investigators, maybe more. We set up all the different cameras and the lights and everything. So we'd go up to that top floor and they were sending us in two at a time and nothing would happen. There were bats. We could definitely see on the cameras bats flying around. Mm-hmm. So then it's my turn to go up with this other investigator. And they said it was the only time the bats weren't active. And we definitely caught activity um, with just the two of us as we went to leave. And I kind of thought we didn't catch anything. And then all of a sudden I start hearing running down the hallway. It was all captured on the cameras and the audio. And it was like running at us. I thought it was him, the guy that I was investigating with. And I thought to myself, what the hell is he doing? But wasn't it. So that's a location that now is housed daily. And I think it's almost like they try not to like, or they pretend like there's nothing happening here. So the second they get the chance, I think that they kind of, you know, act out. I'll tell you an interesting story. Speaking of something like that, there's a place that we investigate. So, so a guy that I investigate with is president of the historical commission of this town in Massachusetts. Oh, great. The historical commission has a museum, which nobody cares about. It's just towny stuff. (laughs) However, the history of the building is that it used to be the church rectory for the church that was torn down and they built a new one up the street. That, um, church rectory housed former pedophile priest james porter all right so that's the history of the building right Uh so um two things happened there and once 
I was in the back hallway where we get a lot of footsteps and voices and, and I'm doing an EVP session and I'm asking questions, right? Like whatever it is I'm asking and I'm not really getting any answers back. I've got another group up and down the hall a little bit doing a, an Estes method, but we can't really hear each other. I mean, we're far enough apart, but we're, we're not hearing each other. We're playing the evidence. I'm asking the questions and they're answering through her spirit box. She's no, answering the questions that I'm asking on the floor below her down the hall. It was like, Oh my God, that's crazy. Nuts. And you guys are probably thinking, great. Wait, you're thinking nothing's uh, happening. And she's thinking this doesn't make sense. She's thinking, Oh, it's just random words. Right. Until you put them together and it all makes sense. That's great. I, I love when it happens like that because there's no way you could have planned or staged exactly. or she would have known. Well, we were out investing. They have a cemetery in town too. And we were, it's like where some of the witches were. There's a few slaves, that kind of thing. It's old. Um, and my son was there. My son, well, he's 10 now. He was probably eight at the time. And uh, this guy, Brendan, that I investigate with, his daughter is the exact same age. So the kids were playing and everything. Mm-hmm. And they had to use the restroom. Let's go over to the museum. We'll use the restroom there. So we're sitting there having a, a glass of water, kind of, you know. And and my son Nicholas, he's sitting there and he says, Um, Dad, something's touching my leg. Whoa. Hello. There's Hello. Okay. I thought it was moving. I thought I was getting kicked out or something. Sometimes Sorry, I think it's the I think it's the audio again. I apologize. Oh, no, that's okay. So so he says, Daddy, something's touching my leg. <laughs> You'll be fine. You'll be fine. No, it's something's touching my leg. I don't like this. I don't like this. I said, all right. So anyway, he put up with it for a little bit. He's kind of like intuitive himself. I just don't think he's really got a handle on it. Right. I go home and I listen to the evidence. And you can hear on the on the recorder, hey, the kid's here. Give him a slap. Oh, my no. God. Yeah. And then you feel oh. awful. <laughs> and then I never brought him back again. I will never bring him back again. It creeped me out. Considering the history of the building, it really creeped me out. You know? Right. Um, I don't know, but I, I'll never bring him back there again. Yeah, I, oh, that's I, crazy. I'm guilty of dragging my my youngest around, and he's had some things happen. So how old is he? Well, he's oh, turning 16 on Monday, but I've had him on quite a few battlefields. Oh. Wow. And uh, in Gettysburg, he um, will channel. He'll start crying saying, I want my mother, I want my mother. I'm like, I'm right here. Then I realized he's so empathetic that I look at my husband and say, why don't you guys go to the car? <laughs> and I felt bad. But I mean, other times he's really yeah. tuned in and he looks at me and says, you know, like when he's really little, he goes, that man wants water. Do we have water for him? Things like that. But I, I, that sounds like Nicholas a lot. Oh, wow. Like they probably have a lot in common, just like in you know, a Katie's daughter. Yeah. Sarah has yeah, come on a lot of investigations and it's the same thing. In fact, the one that I did not think, and I talk about it all the time where we went to Professor Java's, Sarah mm. on a whim came with me and it was a night, like a summer night doing it. Mm -hmm. So I brought her with her because at the time being a single mom, I didn't have a sitter. I didn't have, I didn't want to leave her home, obviously. So she was a young teen. She was probably 13 or 14. And she went down. It was kind of a similar situation to what you were talking about. I was on the upper floor and I was talking and asking questions. And we were getting a lot on the ghost box. 
but she started getting answers down in the basement, not knowing what the questions were with the group where I was with. And then we get, when she came up and she realized what had happened, she said, those box sounds, I didn't do anything that time. You just disappeared and came right back. I didn't touch anything. I didn't do anything. Somebody's playing games with us. I know. But anyway, so she had, it was a similar kind of an experience. And the first thing we did, Scott, was um, when we left, she and I both looked at each other and she goes, I feel so weird. Like you could feel the energy. I said, don't worry. I'm going to clear us. We're going to get, you know, all set. Don't worry about it. And we didn't have any like residual connected to it. But it was pretty overwhelming. And I, again, I did the same thing. I thought, ah, I'm not going to bring her. So it wasn't until she was like 19 or 20, I think, that we came to the investigation with her and her boyfriend. And yeah, um, it was great. <laughs> and that was that was great. It was at Groom's Tavern with Dee and the radio station. And I got to say, um, Scott, that the one spirit, especially this woman, was all over Sarah's boyfriend, Teddy. Like but, up but one Sarah, side, down the other. She definitely was clingy to teddy she liked him she yeah liked she definitely him. liked him that's funny it's so funny but yeah that would be a creepy thing with the history where you guys were with your son to definitely maybe think yeah, yeah. no i'm not gonna do that again i'm not gonna do that um, again well and i took and, him on the uss salem too which is the battleship the haunted battleship now that's oh, not a great place to do a podcast because there's like nothing there there's no reception you can't use a spirit mm. box there's nothing it's just it's the steel walls just kind of Where's that at dock? That's Quincy in Quincy, Quincy, Massachusetts in the harbor. Yeah, but it's the USS Salem. And he was on that with me. And he kept saying, I don't want to go in here. I can't breathe. I feel like, I mean, he was crying. Oh, he definitely has it then. We've got to go. And we were in the operating room or in the operating ward, the surgery ward. um, You know, and and all the other kids like, what's the matter, Nicholas? You know, what's fine? We're fine. And he's like, he couldn't handle it. So I really feel like eventually that's, yeah, I know. And here I am, father of the year. You know, like, I'm not staying home tonight. You're coming with me, you know. Right. And you feel like, oh, you know, the one be part of this. I I know they're safe. But then we forget that there's a whole other component that we don't, we can't know what they're experiencing, which is the hardest part of parenting. I only brought them because there were two other kids there. And I figured, oh, the three of them will be, you know, fast friends, which they were. Until we got on the ship, and then he was, you know, like practically hyperventilating. It was crazy. Aww. Poor guy. Right, that's hard. That's really, really hard. Um, did you get a lot of? Did you get a lot of evidence on the ship? The ship? Oh, yeah, it's crazy. Sometimes, you know, it's 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 it. You get a different kind of evidence. Like they use REM pods and mel meters and that kind of stuff. So you set them around the room, they'll they'll start bouncing them off. They'll all go off at once. They'll communicate Aww. with you. They've got names and things like that just by the way they're communicating with the um, the REM pods, the lights, and the those sounds and that kind of thing. It's, it's it really it. is a creepy place. You get they've got the shadow people. They kind yep. of look Let's down go. the hallway and oh, if you get a chance to do that. So you need to, you should come and visit Massachusetts. Oh my we God. can do that. That's you're just you're our neighbor, so that's not that we far. Really are. We really are. Yeah. I mean, you are you got you in Albany? Is that what you are? Yep. Yeah. Sure are. That, yep. Yeah, from the Albany area. Albany on my way home from uh, Ohio. Last time I kind of drove up and drove through Albany. But we're really not that far. I think it's like three hours or so. Yeah, you're three hours. Yeah. Boston's a a fun fun city to do stuff. I I actually took my youngest. We were there for a dance convention, and we went on a 
ghost tour. I was I actually just looked it up. We were at the King's Chapel in the burying ground. Oh yeah, downtown Boston. Yeah. Yep. And uh, then we went to, and I showed Katie and Michelle the pictures. We were at a yep. different cemetery. Insane. And I have these little green people <laughs> figures that were yeah. off in the distance. I just literally was just taking pictures of like the graveyard yeah. or the cemetery. And one of them honestly looks like a very sweet, it looks like a Sour Patch Kid. But it <laughs> yep. also looks like, really? a, like a soldier from the Civil War. You can see, almost see a sash and the hat that he was wearing. Wow. And uh, my daughter got heavy chested while we were there standing in front of um, one of the one of, one of the big names in the King's burial ground. Yeah. Um, and she was like, Dad, I can't breathe. And I'm like, yeah, I, there's not much I can do for you right now. But you texted me. <laughs> I'm like, we can't just leave because yeah. we're we're on a bus, so or a, like a little trolley thing that takes you around. Yeah. And, and we went past uh, the the bus, the the one there was a serial killer in Boston. I forgot who it was. Boston Strangler. Or something. Yes, yeah, they yeah. took us. They took us past his apartment. I'm like, well, that's fun. Thanks. I don't <laughs> even know what that is. I don't know. I'm like, yeah, good times. Good times. You know, <laughs> it's funny. Speaking of that. You know, the, the the ship, I remember, it was the night that the kids were there. It was extremely active. And that's the night that I'll have to send to you the picture after. We caught a full-bodied apparition on the Ooh. ship. And wow. that's pretty cool because you can see them standing. I could feel like there was something there. And I said to Julie, is there somebody behind you? Like, I, I felt like there was somebody, but it was dark, you know? And she said, no, there's nobody here. And you can't get past me because there's a wall here and a wall here. Oh. She said, just snap a picture. And I did. And you can see it in the red light from the REM pod. You can see this thing walking across the back. Wow. Oh, share that with us. Wow. wow. Yeah. I'll send it to you in the chat after. Yeah, it's crazy. Have you been and, to Mary, that ship um, in California? I've not been. I, you know, I've not investigated in California. Another friend of mine um, that traveled to Scotland with us is Rick McCallum. Now, Rick McCallum is the founder of um you know rick uh, no i said uh, that's the brand of bagpipe i have mccallum oh <laughs> he's the founder of hollywood ghost hunters oh, but okay. he is a oh, wow. uh, he's a stunt man and he's very interesting he's a stunt man he's done different stunt movies in florida and i'm florida in california for hollywood but he, he he goes to scotland and he investigates there and he's the reason we got into balgoni castle that being said um he's out there and i've said i need to get out that way and investigate sometime i've had some really because i spent a summer in california with my youngest who was acting at the time and we had a brunch on the on the queen mary i had some pretty intense experiences on that ship and we basically did our own ghost just the three of us our own investigation sure. um and then we had quite an experience in cemetery that is uh, on the backside, basically the, the Warner Brothers area cemetery. Um, people were coming through. Sharon Tate's there. So that's a whole other story. Oh, yeah. Wow. Um, and yeah. Hollywood itself. I mean, talking about that, just that region, that has so many um, sad layered stories there. Different, hotel. you know what I mean? Hotel. Yeah, the hotels yeah. and, oh. yep. It's such a different feeling. I, I just, you know, the ghosts of the, like the Northeast, I mean, there's similarities, but California just felt completely different. It felt more raw. It felt like they were just on the surface ready to pop through. But think about the different, just the history with that, Michelle. First, you have 
the the people looking for gold and they they came across the country when they got here while everybody else that you know were trying to settle down there was people going there for the gold rush and going out all the way looking for that so there's that layer and then all the people that came from across the united states for just to follow their dreams the big boom of going to hollywood and and basically say it was one in ten ever even made it probably less than that Right. So a lot of a lot of sadness, just like, and it's right there on the water. Oh, there's a shit oh, yeah. ton of tragedy in Hollywood as well. Uh, yeah. Tons, you know, just tons. Yep. Yeah, it's a whole different and creepy, creepy. Like the buildings, like so many people, they'll be like, "Oh, it was Greta Garbo's um, home," and then like like one person after another. There's so many locations that they talk about when you see them featured on the shows. There's not just one tragic death in the building. There's like four in a row Mm -hmm. and, and, and maybe what connected to Hollywood or, you know, made stardom, but it it just is kind of weird that they're pooled in the same spot. It's like something is like a tear in the, in in the the fabric between the dimensions or something and stuff just keeps happening. Yep. Truly, truly. And, you know, and I said the Cecil hotel, but that's like one of those places where all that happens, you know, people kill us. The last one was that young Asian girl. I don't know if she was. Yes. And she died in the the tanks. The you know she was in the tanks. Nobody really. Which I still don't believe. I've watched tons of stuff about that, Scott, and I do not believe that there is any way that that young woman, even if she was having uh, mental health issues, could have gotten herself into that tank and lowered the lid. Nope. They said there was no way that could have possibly happened because it was a deep structure and she could not have reached back up to close the lid on herself. Yeah. I don't know what happened to her. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. The the thought of carrying her up that ladder is also kind of like, really? Like who can carry somebody up a ladder and dump them? You know what I mean? Of all the things you could do, that's just, it's, it's crazy. Such and weird. wasn't it the the night stalker used to yeah Richard um, Ramirez was there yeah and they said yep. he would come up the stairs he'd be like nobody would even question it he'd be covered yeah. in blood yeah 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 and he'd just walk up and go to his room and go to his room and I'd be like uh, you know we need to have a conversation you got a little smutch there or something but it, it, yeah <laughs> right it's just it's it's such a crazy crazy thing Hollywood but a yeah weird, that, Hollywood's a weird place it's yeah. It is it's definitely Holly getting weird. weirder all the time. Yeah. Holly weird is what uh, <laughs> has been known as Holly weird. Yeah. Because it was, a, it was a year ago this week. I was out there. We did the LA and Vegas trip. Wow. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Wow. Whole different yeah. feel. By the way, don't ever go to Vegas in July. It's stupid. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to Florida next week and oh, I'll tell bad. you, it's going to be insane and yeah. with the humidity i was in i was in vegas in june a couple of years ago and it was like 113 degrees yeah no, thank it was it was no. 115 and 117 when i was there and the people in vegas that live there go no it's kind of hot and i was like <laughs> shit when i got to the restaurant she says would you like an outdoor table i'm like are you out of your mind no i want to be inside with your conditioning is of course i don't want an outdoor table it was like 90 at 10 o'clock in the morning i'm like this is horseshit i'm like what are we doing today melting is that what we're going for you know it's a dry like your oven it's a dry heat you know what's funny is 
I use that line too. I go, yeah, it's a dry heat inside the oven, but I don't want to be there either. Oh, no, it's true. <laughs> very, very true. Scott, any other places or any other things? We, I do want our listeners to know that it's going to be up on the site with the um, the sound clips that you sent us oh, so man. that they can hear some of the evidence. Oh, and I know our, our listeners love the evidence. I want to hear the um, Adam clip. I have the video. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You ladies so, heard this or no? Have you heard it? No. no. I have. I, oh, I I watched it when you sent it to me. Uh, so what I'm what it'll do is because I only have the video. I don't have the audio, or I have the audio with the video, but it's a video, so it's gonna mute everybody's mic when it comes on. But it'll be you'll it'll be audible to you guys, and then of course on the actual podcast too for everyone listening. Scott, do you want to set it up? Yeah. So we were in this room on the third floor, and. Cindy says to me, do you think, I wonder if, I wonder if Adam's up here, you know, if he'll come, because he's notorious, you know, you hear him. And, um, and so I said, hello, is this Adam? And you can hear someone like, it's that sing-songy echo, hello, kind of thing. And then all of a sudden his voice comes right over. It's like you talked into the microphone. I'm Adam. Wow. Oh, I love it. Later on in the conversation, and and I had sent you that, but for some reason it didn't go through. We had a flashlight sitting on a steel. It was like a folding chair, you know, like metal folding mm-hmm. chair. And it took it and it went boom right off the floor, and you could right across the chair and onto the floor, and you can you can hear me going like, "What the hell was that?" You know, it's <laughs> the middle of the night. It's crazy stuff. So yeah, I hadn't. All right, so here's the clip. Did you catch that? I'm Adam. Wow, I'm Adam. That was clear as day. Is that again? craziest EVP? That was not on the spirit box. That was like he was talking into the microphone of That's the phone. Incredible. Let's, let's, let's oh listen God. one more time. And then it went south. And he said, <laughs> and then, and then I said, you say a bad word. Yeah. What about it? I mean, you got real arrogant after that. And that's when he threw that thing across the floor. I mean, it was, it's no joke. It's no yeah. joke. No, and no joke. That, that's really impressive. Really impressive. Like you said, that's a, that's a great A. Um, as far weird. as an EVP. It's like someone else was in the room with us. People will always yeah. say, there was nobody else in the room with you. No. It was just us. That was it. No one named Adam. (laughs) So in this next, I know you said kind of on a summer hiatus, you know, kind of going slow, going into the fall when you guys are picking up again, um, what are some of the things that our listeners maybe could even join you guys or be looking out for with your shows? Yeah. So we have, um, you know, we're still lining up guests for the show. Wink, wink, hint, hint. No. <laughs> well, I, do want to do, I really do want to. Do, I really would love to record a, a show with you. And, and a combo? Uh, I would love it. I would love that. Um, but we, you know, we have so many different kinds of people. We have psychic mediums come on. Um, I've got a witch coming on in mm-hmm. September. And she is, um, she's one of the solstice sisters. But we're going to talk about white magic. Cause that's what she does. You know, she's beautiful. A, if you're looking for, and, and I'm, and I'm going to plug her cause she's a wonderful human being and she's a friend of mine, but she's blind. 
She lost mm-hmm. her eyesight. She has a seeing eye dog named mm-hmm. Apollo. Wow. And she investigates blind. And wow. so I investigated uh, Fairfield County Asylum. Mm-hmm. I think that's the one we were at um, with her. And it's unbelievable, you know, just running. And she just heads right in. She's got the dog. And I mean, like, I can see and I'm nervous walking down. <laughs> you know, she can't see and she's just going like, like, you know, I guess for her, it's still darkness is darkness. It doesn't matter. It's all whether the same. Yeah. It's all the same. The, how does the dog respond? Does the dog respond? To well, that's really interesting, too, because the dog is... Um, when I say, you know, sensitive, the dogs, dogs are sensitive anyway. I don't mean he's right. a sensitive dog, but he, he can sometimes tell, like he, he won't want to go into a room or he'll back back out again. Yeah. And, and, he, and he'll pick up on things like he'll, he'll give her this certain signs that he gives her um, like, like danger signs, defensive signs. In other mm. words, you know, he'll stop her from walking or he'll do. And sometimes he'll give her some of those, some of those signals. Um, she's actually doing a show in, I think it's in Ireland this week or something. Oh. Like Ireland. Oh, wow. Here, but it's like this. She's doing a podcast and it's for uh, someone in Ireland. If you're ever looking for her, uh, a great guest. I mean, it's an interesting conversation because, you know. And, and what's her name again, Scott? Her name is Christina Bowen and she is one of the Solstice sisters. And okay. you can find them on Facebook. You can find them online. One's a witch, one's a medium, and one's a healer. Oh, what a nice combo mm-hmm. and as separate they're fantastic i mean she makes her own teas and everything but then together they do this whole triple goddess thingy you know where like you're getting worked on for three different ways it's really a, a fun thing that sounds amazing are yeah. they actual biological sisters they're not no they're just um they're not one, one lives in wisconsin one lives in ohio and one lives in tennessee that's but then they funny. all kind of come together to do a few events a year and, and different different shows. That sounds amazing. Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. Fun people. They're good people. And Scott, what is your website? And um, again, plug the show. Yeah. So my website personal is mediumscottallen.com. And it's A-L-L-A-N. Uh, and that you can find my show. My show is the Paranormal Project radio show. You can find it there. It's on YouTube. It's on Facebook. Uh, it's on KGRA. Uh, if you search KGRA digital broadcasting, you can find it there. But YouTube and Facebook are easy. The show goes every Wednesday night, 7 o'clock Eastern. Um, we are, like I said, on hiatus. The show will start again in September. And we're just starting to get people booked out. But we've had some fun people on the show. We've had... Um, People from all over the place, really. It's been really, really, really nice. You know, people from the UK. We had booked the Australian medium, and then there was some conflict we had to, at the last minute, she'll maybe on next year. But hmm. um, we've had the cast of, Rep- uh, not Repossessed. Is it Repossessed? Yeah, Repossessed. Yeah. Yeah. On Hulu, we've had them on the show. Um, and then we have, like, the regular average guy girl who are just doing this work and they've just got some really interesting stuff to to offer and those are i love talking to those kind of people too because they're the ones that me too you know yeah it really just fills out the whole picture it really does it really does well thank you again so much for joining us and we need to plan and we'll work on it for our listeners that we get together and we do a trip to Boston. I would absolutely love that. And I think that would be a blast to do the double 
podcast together. Right, um, yeah. So let's plan on that. Maybe, maybe towards November. Yeah. Yeah. We, you know, yeah. we're always a busy time. So I've got some things that are coming up, but by all means, let's, let's pick a date while we have some. Available. <laughs> all right. Let's let, yeah, well, we'll plan on that then. Thank you again so much. And thank you, D Scott. Yay. And thank you, Michelle. And thanks for having me. This has been fun. Oh, love, love talking to you. We'll definitely, no matter what, we'll have you back on because I love hearing about your adventures and, Thank you to our listeners for inquiring and asking again about Scott to come back on. And um, please keep your likes, subscriptions, and um, your shares and your suggestions coming. We really appreciate it. And we love all of you guys. And thank you all again. Stay blessed. Thank you.